Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 30 of this podcast. Does not have a name for May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, Chris. Or may the 4th not be with you. Revenge <laughs> of the 5th. That's what I say. Revenge <laughs> of the 5th. That's funny. <laughs> but well, yeah. happy Star Wars Day. Uh, there are some good sales on Star Wars games slash movies. If you're into that sort of thing, on pretty much every platform. So I definitely don't want to watch Obi-Wan. Seeing him in the robes again doesn't get me wanting to watch the old movies. Well, we'll we'll get a little more into that, I guess, because I, I was planning on bringing that up later on. Yeah, we'll bring it up later in more detail. So, so I've been up to a lot. So if you wanted to actually get started this week, because you said you may not have been up to a lot. Yeah, just same for... Excuse me. Same for the last couple of weeks. As you can tell, my cough is still here. It's almost gone. Mm -hmm. I'm not coughing as frequently, so that's good. Um, I haven't really been doing much. Just been playing some DVD with some friends, including yourself, Chris. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, since the last podcast, we've we've played three or four nights. So most nights, actually. I yeah, think. at least for a couple rounds, I think, or try to. Mm -hmm. Seeing you're being quite try hard and getting your rank one almost. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm like one pip away from my rank one iridescent. So, yeah, I mean it's it's not really try hard because it's not really ranks. It's just like playtime essentially. Yeah, is what play it is. time but, and yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, because they it, the, your rank resets on both killer and survivor on the thirteenth of every month. So, and I there's a flow chart. No, sorry, not a flow chart. There's a there's a chart though of uh, how many blood points you get, and if you're rank one iridescent, you get a million blood points. So. And that combines with your killer rank too. So, yeah, I I'm someone who needs the blood points very badly since I'm still new to the game technically. And yeah, um, just been playing a lot of that. I I actually I told Chris this already, but I did buy the uh, the battle pass. Usually I don't buy battle passes for games, especially for games that you already have to buy. It's not free to play, like that by daylight. Mm. But the good thing about this battle pass is if you do it, which I should be able to because you have like three months and it's been like one week. I'm already like a third of the way through it. You get refunded your money essentially through the points it costs you to buy it. So that I like. It's essentially free. If you're gonna, if I'm going to be playing that amount of time anyways, it's everything's essentially free after one purchase and I got my money back. And I can put it into the next one or I can just put it into you something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's something that's as far as I'm concerned. I've never seen in a battle pass for any other game. You get your money back. In, so that's that's pretty unique. In some they it, they do. I think like Yu-Gi-Oh, like a Master Duel, kind of has that. If you make it to the end, you pretty much get all your shards or whatever it is back. Then you can just buy the next pass. Like you don't have to spend money on it. On unless if there is a premium one that you need money, but you can spend shards to get the battle pass thing. Maybe that's just the basic pass. I don't remember. I bought it once and with my free shards. <laughs> but if you make it to the end, you should get all your shards back. I think any good ones will let you do that. If you buy the premium one, earn your currency back is what they should do. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it makes me think how they how the heck do they make the money off the battle pass if they just give you your money back plus extras. I'm I'm not complaining. I'm just like thinking from their point of view, how, like how the heck do they make because this you know they do it to make money, obviously, right? So how the heck do they make money? They make money off of you from the first time you you buy it at the very least, right? And yeah, 
if you but don't then... spend that money on anything else, just buy the new battle passes, then that's fine. But they keep you playing the game. So you'll that's come true. back to probably buy the licensed killers at the very least. So, you know, they got you for a little bit anyway. So, yeah, um, they had a sale 50% off the twins. So I went ahead and purchased them with my iridescent charge, which is the free currency you get just from just playing and leveling up your uh, your account. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I've been, uh, I think the only thing that's I will be buying with real life money is the stuff you have to. So all the licensed characters are only available through real life money purchases. So yeah. I, 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 I got I got my Bubba. With, he was my first killer. He was the licensed character, of course. Um, I really want to try Nemesis from. I want to get the Resident Evil pack because of all three characters you get from that. That's at some point. I bought Ash from Evil Dead because I figured I I need to main one of my survivors, like make someone have all the perks, all the teachables. I'm like, mm. well, great. Ash is the best bet. Plus, there's that Evil Dead game coming out on, in like a couple of weeks, Chris. It's like a it's also an asymmetrical, I think, four v one game as well. I think so, something like that. They even so, I haven't looked at much for gameplay. I've just been kind of forgot about it and waiting on it, and also waiting for Dragon Ball Breakers to come out to see more gameplay. But that hasn't shown anything since that first trailer, really, and mm -hmm. no answers to when it's coming out. So I guess Ash. The Ash, uh, the Evil Dead game will be coming out sooner. <laughs> yep, yep, in a couple of weeks or so. So, I'll it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that competes with Dead by Daylight. It probably won't. Most games don't. Most games of this genre don't survive, aka evolve, or Friday Friday the Thirteenth. Most mm. of these sorts of games don't survive past the launch point. So, yeah, Dead by Daylight has been here for like five years, still going strong. So you've all had it pretty rough. Friday the Thirteenth. It's like around for a while that there was issues, at least when I played it, that didn't really get addressed too often, or they just made the decisions worse and such, so people just kind of dropped out of that game. So, I did try that one, but then we just kept going back to Dead by Daylight, because it was a lot easier uh, uh, to get used to the mechanics and stuff like that, and you didn't have so many annoying players in the game. Like, in the Friday the 13th game, we had either the killer or survivors running around with their mics blasting music the entire time you're playing the game. And they're working with the killer, so they'll surround you so the killer can get you. And stuff like that, like, lots of BS. I found that game from some of the talk from the, from some of the uh, players. So, honestly, quite annoying DVD, when I played it. <laughs> DVD also has a very toxic community, for sure. Oh, yeah, it it does. I don't participate in the in a lot of that stuff myself. So, but it really it re do. <laughs> it really kills my interest in the game. Like I'm still interested, but I enjoyed a lot more if the community wasn't as toxic as it is on both sides, on survivor and killer sides. Mm. There's a lot of toxicity, and there's no way to really prevent it either. Yeah, it sucks. But there's when it comes to multiplayer games, there's not really that many games that aren't toxic in some way or doesn't have toxic players <laughs> right to be clear when i say there's no way to prevent it i mean as you as a player yeah is what i meant so yeah the devs could do something i'm sure i, I like you know i i have a couple of ideas rolling in my head i'm not going to say what they are but like there are things they could do technically to make it less toxic but they just choose not to i guess yeah anyways anyways uh just been playing a bunch of that um 
yeah, I haven't really been streaming outside of my one day a week, unfortunately, for like the last like three weeks. So I keep saying that's going to change, but it hasn't been just because like I just haven't been up to it. So uh, part of that has to do with my cough. I just don't want to be coughing all the time into the mic. And then, yeah, um, it's almost gone now, though. So maybe my interest will hopefully come back. Uh, so this is our first podcast in May. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm trying to think what I need to do because it'll be my um, subversary very soon. But it's also my birthday. It's they're within like a week of each other this month. So I'm thinking, what I should do you for have, both or one. You have a game that people might channel points for that you still haven't played. What's that? Chrono Trigger. And it's your favorite. Wait, I've cha- I've you, like, sorry. What... They met some gold, so you would play Chrono Trigger. And oh no, that get... was that was for Final Fantasy Ten speedrun. I did that. Wasn't there one for Chrono Trigger in your cosplay? I made it, but I didn't put it on my channel yet. It's like made, it's just not active. Oh, because it's also your one of your favorite games, so... True, but... I play something that's good <laughs> for, for the anniversary and your birthday month. I could, I could, but I, 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 wanna, I wanted to make it more than just one game for a stream. I want to have like a multiple, you know, maybe have some community games like Jackbox. Or have like, make me eat the the ghost pepper craft dinner with the flavor packs. That oh my god, I can eat like three or four forkfuls. My mouth is on fire. My eyes are crying. It's my body does not handle spice very well. Uh, I I've been told by doctors because when I had my wisdom teeth removed, um, they gave me some steroids, and these steroids really worked some wonders on my stomach. I'm like, why like. Like, why am I having such an allergic reaction to, like, this Tylenol 3 or whatever they gave me? And they said, oh, because your stomach lining is, like, non-existent. Because as a kid, I drank, like, two liters of pop a day, which completely destroyed my stomach lining. Like, I'm just drinking water these days for the most part. Like, no no coffee, no pop, no tea even. I'm just drinking water, like, almost every day. You know, maybe I'll buy some juice from time to time because that's healthy. But, <clears throat> yeah, because of that, because of my... No stomach lining my body just, just does not handle spice very well and it just it wrecks my system for the most part um i can handle the spice my body can't though that's the thing um so maybe i'll just torture myself with that because uh i did try all the all the um flavor packets they gave me but they also gave me like another box i won with like just six ghost pepper ones i tried one i'm like oh my god it took me like hours to finish it because of that mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't a fun experience for me so maybe I'm thinking that. I'm thinking other things. I can't think of anything else, though. So it's going to be a struggle for me. I should have thought about this like a month in advance, but I'm down to like three weeks or so now, not even. So I need to kind of try and come up with some ideas. Um, that's all I've been up to. I haven't really been doing more than that. Uh, I've just been focusing a lot on DBD, getting a little salty, not going to lie. Um, I may stream some killer matches because I figured, well, if I'm if I'm playing it anyways and I'm not streaming, I might as well stream it. The thing is... I, I'm still a new player, and it's still the MMR, it, the matchmaking rating that game is busted. Like, that's not my opinion. Everyone, like the whole community, like has come to a consensus that it is busted. Right, it is. <laughs> and, and it's kind of like it's matching me up against people with like 2,000 hours. I have like four days played. So that's like less than 100 hours. And you're matching me up against people who have like 2,000 hours or more sometimes. I'm like, how is that fair? How? And like, the game expects me to do good against these people. It's not like I've been winning every match. I haven't been as a killer, you know? So I don't know what it wants me to do. 
so as, as I said in the last podcast, I do cute dodge some people if I notice that because I think that's I don't think it's fair that the game's toss me in with these people who know how to loop me when I'm a killer and I'm still kind of learning the ropes in that you know that's that's not really fair or people who know where every totem is on the map. So I got my Hague to level one to level fifty, and every single match, maybe except for two, on the way from one to fifty, all my tomes got destroyed. Mm. How is that fair? Like I don't know where all the tomes are on the match on the map as a survivor, but most of the squads I faced as a killer destroyed my totems because they knew exactly where they were within like the first two or three minutes of the match on average. So like, what the heck can I do? It's so unfair. It's and then. I kind of have been complaining to you about this, Chris, but like as a survivor, like the last five days or so, I've been getting matched with nothing but potatoes when it comes to randoms, right? If I if I'm not playing with survive with friends, it's just all these people are just potatoes. Like they'll they'll disconnect after they get picked up the first time, or they'll make some really stupid plays. They'll they'll unhook me when the killer's right next to them. Then I, and the killer hit me and I go down because they don't have borrowed time because they thought it was a good idea to unhook me even though the killer's right beside them. It's like, and then I lose ranking because of it. It's so frustrating because, like, my my rank and killer, sorry, as a survivor, is not determined by solely my actions, right? If I get fucked over, like in that situation where Nia picks me off the hook and I get down before I can even move my character, how how is that like? How is that any indication of skill, right? And yet, I I get I get potatoes as teammates, but when I'm killer, I get nothing but like four player pros survive with friends. It's like how how is this fair game? Like I'm literally. This account has only existed for like since the thirteenth of last month, so like about three weeks, maybe a little more. So how how is that fair? Like how's the matchmaking system in this fair? It's not. I know life isn't fair, but this is like ridiculous. Like the game's been out for five years, and you're telling me I, after half a decade you can't get your systems correct? Like what the heck? How long is it going to take? Another five years before it's put into a better spot than it is now? Like it's very frustrating. So that's why I haven't been talking because because I, I do rage in terms of like, you know, I'll just call bullshit, you know, or, or just swear randomly. And I'm not sure if that's I know some people like seeing the salt, but a lot of people don't like seeing the salt. It's kind of a turnoff. So I don't want to really want to portray myself like that. So I'd either have to hold it back or just let it fly. It had to be one or the other. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. How about you, Chris? What have I been up to? Oh, <laughs> Trying to get, I haven't been streaming because I've been taking my time off, just trying to get other things done around my place and trying to figure out how to paint uh, uh, the armor I've been making. But aside from that, uh, I watched Warcraft. The movie? Yes. Oh, Have you seen I've, Warcraft? It's... It's been on my to, to watch list, but I, I forget it, ex it exists until someone breaks up in the conversation. It's place. on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, okay. That's why I watched it because it's free. Well, essentially free. I mean, I'm I, I'm I'm a big uh, uh, what's it called uh, lore guy, so I, I probably would know all the characters in that. Like, I know Medivh's in it. Yeah, Medivh's in it. It's so I said this is just Warcraft one, but I don't know. I'll just. Probably is, it, yeah. it starts with like you know the opening of the portal, uh, and just the uh, not dwar uh, what do you call it, the orcs orcs come through, and then it ends with the king dying and the new one basically being proclaimed to be the new king. I don't remember his name now. Who worked with uh, Medivh to get rid of? No, no, Lothar? who worked with Cadgar to get rid of Medivh? 
I think it was Lothar. Lothar, I think. Lothar, anyway. It kind of ends there, which I assume is the end of Warcraft 1, when the new king kind of, you know, declares war. Is it King Trennis? I don't remember his name. He was in the movie the entire time. I don't remember his name. (laughs) But um, the movie suffers from it should have been a CG movie. I thought it was, every, partially. Every single thing in the movie is CG, except for the humans. And the okay. two female orcs, who they made 75% human, which is with green skin and big orc teeth, because they need to sexify two female orcs, to say, well, these are the only ones getting speaking lines, so we need, you know, human males to like them. Because one definitely tried to bone down on them, on her. Okay. Is one of them Garona? Yes. And who's the other female orc? I, I, uh, I, I can't think of another one. She was more orcish. It would have been, uh, what's his name's uh, mom, who sent him down the river. Uh, Baby Moses. <laughs> oh, Thrall's mom? No, Thrall wouldn't have been alive during Warcraft 1. It would have been whoever is the one that sent down the river, uh, like, you know, in the baskets. It's his mom. The, the one who used to be the leader of the... Frost uh, Wolf Clan. Oh, maybe it is Thrall, Thrall's mom then. I don't know. It that that sounds like Thrall's they mom. They call him a different name because I know he gets a different name when he's raised mm-hmm. by humans. But it would have been his okay. mom. Yeah, Thrall. Yeah, I just, I forgot his name. I'm okay. like, I should know his name. He's like, the guy Warcraft kind of follows the story, or one of the big guys the story follows, right? So, yeah, I just forgot his name. But yeah, it basically goes up till then, and I think that's the end of Warcraft 1. I don't remember. But yeah, um, it suffers from should have been CG because it looks really weird when you see the orcs, like the ones you know have human fa- are played by actors, and you see their human face with the uh, the what do you call it? With the orc makeup and that on, and then stuck onto a giant CG body. And you're like that looks so fucking weird. The males, then, you mean the male orcs? A, a lot of them, especially like uh, Thrall's father. Like, the very first okay. time you see him, it looks like he has a tiny head on a CG body. It mm. looks fucking weird. Um, I think they should have just done a CG movie. It would have looked way better. Like, everything that looks CG looks really cool. Like, the dwarves. I don't know which dwarf they kept showing, but it's... This is going to describe a lot of dwarves, but you might actually know who it is. He has a huge red beard. Yeah, so it's probably one of the Bronzebeard brothers. Not It's probably... a. Is it, it, it? It's not Bran. It's I don't think they Magni, said his name. Magni or Thordin? No, is it? No, no, Thor, not Thordin. What's his name? I don't name? think it's anyone. The one that went with Arthas to Northrend. What's his name? Well, it's... I, I have no idea because it never happened yet. But yeah, okay. they showed showed a couple of the dwarves like, oh my god, these dwarves look fucking cool. Yeah. They always do. But this is no Lord of the Rings. Something about the writing and them trying to convert the Warcraft and World of Warcraft kind of writing style into a movie, but then them going, well, we need to movify what they're saying. So, like, oh, this, it feels like the writing team didn't know how to write like the World of Warcraft writing team does. Or vice versa, the World of Warcraft writing team doesn't know how to write like a movie. And something about it clashes and doesn't seem right. Like they try to write in jokes, kind of like you know how Marvel will put in a joke somewhere, but most of these jokes you go. Ugh. At least that's how I felt, you know. Like you get that there's that's supposed to be a joke, but it doesn't feel feel good. 
<laughs> so I felt that way a lot about a lot of the Disney Marvel jokes as well. So maybe it's just me that I saw this joke coming since mo since moment one when these two uh, decided to work together. So yeah, overall I, I thought it was okay, but I don't know from a point of view of two lore. Uh, like for Lord of what they missed, what they condensed, and what they might have changed. So, but you don't like most things. So the fact that you at least partially enjoyed it actually I speaks volumes. Partially enjoyed it, but it's also like partially enjoyed like how I partially enjoyed Ghost in the Shell, but I hate the Ghost in the Shell live action movie. But I partially enjoy it for some parts, like seeing Bato with his big big metallic arms finally like ha more than halfway through the movie like it's fucking Bato. finally he's in the movie and then i'll watch the rest of the movie and go this isn't the ghost in the shell you know what i mean <laughs> like parts of it i like and then parts i don't like every time i see the dwarves i get excited and then they do nothing because it's not about the dwarves like oh, i don't still... think the dwarves participate yeah. in the first war yeah the, the, the no one participates in the kind of the first war in according to this movie except for the humans fighting the orcs and that's it like yeah oh okay that kind of sucks because it's supposed to be a lead up to the actual war which is world warcraft 2 where you see the elves and the dwarves i believe that then start taking place in the war fighting against the orcs and possibly if they open the portal again the dark elves and trolls and i don't remember the other races because they didn't have any trolls in this either i want to hear them with a jamaican accent man <laughs> yeah because warcraft one is all about humans versus orcs and then the humans because they're, they're then warcraft one ends with the human kingdom being well one of the human kingdoms being destroyed and then the other human kingdoms are like okay let's form an alliance that's yeah. where the alliance yeah, comes that, from that's, of that's... dwarves and gnomes and humans night elves weren't introduced into warcraft 3 they were like unknown that they even existed to the to those races. Night elves, uh, part of the Horde Alliance. No, no, night night elves are the good guys. Okay, yeah, because they showed some yeah. elves. They had bright glowing eyes, but they didn't have like dark skin. So I'm a, I assume that they were just regular elves or high elves because I don't remember the races in in WoW. So <laughs> yeah, then the Horde only formed I think in the Second War. That's when they. Wait, did they get trolls? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. I don't remember if they're trolls in Warcraft Two. I know for sure Warcraft Three had them. Mm. Warcraft Two, I'm not so sure, but Warcraft Two had like ogres and death knights on on the undead horses. Mm. So that's where the horde came so from. So they would have opened up before. more portals to get people through. Then, yeah, the ogres and the orcs came from the same world. Yeah, and cause... people don't realize that this is basically an alien movie. <laughs> the orcs are aliens, technically. It's an alien. Technically, they are. Right. Yeah. So like, I'm like, I bring up this point, like, okay, like, yes, I played when I used to play WoW, I was an Alliance player. Sure. And then everyone was like for the horde. I'm like, oh, so you're against our planet being invaded by aliens. And they're looking at me. I'm like, think about it. Like, it's, it's not, it's not a huge logical step to make. It's like, so you, you support people going through space to invade a planet. Yeah, that's like, basically no, what. No, but the horde is good. I'm like, how can you be good when that's not the original homeworld? They're literally alien alien invaders. Like, yeah, there's 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 no counter argument. In in this movie, like the what's his name, Doll, what's the wizard? The uh, on the horde side. 
Oh, Medivh. No, Me no, sorry. Uh, Gul'dan. Gul'dan. Gul'dan, that's his name. He opens a portal. He's saying, like, we are going to siphon the life out of these people, like, on our side that we took captive. Because they are weak to, to us. So we'll use them for something else. We'll si literally siphon their life out, open this portal, and invade this world because ours is dying. It's probably yep. dying because of the power he's wielding. <laughs> that's my that's, guess. I don't actually know. That's literally... If it's the fell. But <laughs> but then like later on it's revealed oh the the burning legion and the demons made them do this because they drunk the blood and that's why their skin is green now because of that and then because they used to be brown originally yeah they used to be brown you see that yeah. with a lot of the frost wolf clan that they're brown skinned yes <laughs> that's the original skin color thrall was born green because you know this is, that's just a side effect right oh but they just because uh, this movie changed out a tiny bit okay. Don't know if you but, want to uh, know or if you want to wait and see if you ever watch I'll, it. Now that I know it's on Prime, I'll probably watch it myself. But mm. and then in Warcraft 3, they showed that what happens when the green orcs drink the demon's blood again, they become red orcs now. Okay. So it's kind of like there's different levels of corruption, but like that's how they kind of Blizzard trying to kind of pull pull that the horde back, like saying, hey, they're not just pure bad guys. It's It wasn't their fault. Well, if you ever watch the opening cinematic to one of the WoW expansions called Warlords of Draenor, they literally go back in time. And then, like they, they, they kind of reject the demon's offer, and they and fight against the demons. Like that's the opening cinematic mm. of the game. It's not a spoiler. Like it's watch the opening cinematic for Warlords of Draenor, but uh, it's basically time travel. And they, you know, it's like they could have prevented it if they wanted to. That the cinematic kind of like shows that's the case. They could have if they yeah, wanted to. They just chose not to. Could make that can make sense, but knowing a lot of uh, what do you call it? Ogre, not ogre. What are they? Uh, orcs. Orcs. Knowing how their society works, and that how it is about strength and basically destroying and crushing your your enemy to get what you want, and that it makes sense that they would not take. They would not throw away that power once they see how powerful it is. But once they see what it's doing to them in the long run, like after the war has been started, like they see what's his name Gul'dan, like siphoning the life out of people and a lot like out of uh what's his name thrall's dad like in this movie they're like should we keep following him <laughs> and then he like siphons the life out of a bunch of the other ones that are infected because he could do it like a snap because they're already infected and they're like yeah no we need to listen to him to Gul'dan because he'll just kill us all now because we're all infected <laughs> but a lot of them still even though they know that will follow Gul'dan to the end no matter what because they're all just mindless you know, for the horde, strength is strength is king, stuff like that, right? So, and since the beginning of this movie, they've been screaming for the horde, like that—that that wasn't a thing that was uh, established afterwards when the alliance was created. It's yes. the horde was a thing before, and the horde is going to continue to be a thing. Like since the very beginning, as they ran through the portal, screaming for the horde. So, I guess they've created in this version. The horde was a thing because they conquered their world or whatever, right? So they just wanted to put that line in the movie. So oh yeah, go, oh course. it's the thing, it's the thing, yeah, it's I, in the movie. You know, I know that's the why. Only I was just trying to think of a way as to why. Well, they probably conquered their world and now they're on to to conquer the next one since theirs is dying, probably because of the fell. That that's what they call it in this. I don't know if it had a name before, but yeah, but yeah, interesting. I wonder how much they changed and how much they didn't. Like, if I was a huge Blizzard fan, how much I would hate it <laughs> compared to 
uh, you know, mildly enjoy certain aspects of it. So, but yeah, yeah. cool looking dwarves. Ten out of ten. Best movie. That's good. Yes, <laughs> I know that's the sole reason you decided to watch. You're like Warcraft dwarves. Yes. Well, watch. actually, I was just like scrolling through. I was like Warcraft. Oh, it's free on here. Like, eh, why not? So I watched it. So, but you did think of the dwarves. I actually, for, I actually to... forgot that dwarves would be in this movie until I saw one, and then like, oh my god, dwarves are in this movie. So your was, expectation, your I thought expectations it, were low. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be you know the humans versus the versus them, and I thought maybe if I saw some races, they'd be here and there, and not really have much screen time, which is true. But they actually showcased them a little bit more than I thought. Like the elves show, were showcased here and there, but only like a couple of them. A couple of dwarves were shown at like the big meeting tables, and that was it. So. They really weren't there or got much speaking time. I think that, I think each one got maybe three lines of dialogue throughout the entire game or throughout the entire movie. So it's about as much screen time as you would think. <laughs> right. It's kind of like the dwarves, kind of in um, the Lord of the Rings movies, how they got like a couple lines of dialogue in the first movie, and that was it. When they're all huddled around uh, the elf city. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's my all they get. axe, right? Well, other than Gimli, because he's the main he's the main main dwarf character that follows the rest of the game or rest of the movie. I keep saying fucking game. <laughs> but yeah, I actually didn't think it was too bad. So, but I I'm not a huge fan of the series. You can definitely tell that they're like movie number two, please, because obviously it has to lead into the rest of the stuff. So you can't really just end it and go everything's. Oh, sorry. I keep hitting my keyboard. Everything's fine. Gul'dan has been defeated. Like, imagine if they ended it with Gul'dan being defeated and the Frostwolves making a pact with, with the humans. <laughs> you know, like that'd be really weird, <laughs> right? Honestly, so. I always took the movie as a giant advertisement. Oh, of because course. because I I forget if it was one way or vice versa, but I remember like you could either like. They're like, hey, but get three, like, buy six months of sub. I'm, I'm making this up, by the way, because I don't remember. But like, yeah. hey, buy six months of sub time for WoW, and you can get a movie ticket for, to see the movie for free, or maybe it was the other way around. It was, get a movie yeah, it was ticket, one of the others. You, can, you can get yeah, sub time so for like, movie or movie ticket for sub time. I don't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, I think it was like that. I, again, I know we we're going to be talking about this. I didn't look it up beforehand, but just from going from memory, it was something along those lines. It could have yeah, been something. I else. remember something like that. But like. I just saw it as a giant advertisement, which is yeah. actually, honestly, not not the dumbest idea. Um, it isn't. But... It gets, if as long as it's done well. But I don't know how well received it was by real WoW fans. So <laughs> I don't remember if it worked good or bad for them. <laughs> I mean, I bad enough maybe because they're not doing a second one, as far as we know. So, <laughs> as far as I remember, people had the same reaction that we did. We we're like, eh, it was okay. Yeah, like like I said, you know, it's no Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, like, if it was as good as Lord of the Rings, then maybe we'd be talk singing praises of the other movies by now. I definitely wouldn't call it a failure, but I'd be struggling to call it a success either. I'm not sure how mm -hmm. much money I raked in. I probably at least broke even, if I had to guess. But that's, that's not good enough for people these days, of course, because no one makes money off of break even. Yeah, that's true. So, you don't. For big companies, it's not worth it to break even. You want to make more money. And like for it to make, or if it makes a lot more money, then obviously that means people are going to be, are going to 
like invest heavily more into the next movie, right? You're not going to get investors from we made our money back. <laughs> so, so I just checked, and uh, the Warcraft movie made mm -hmm. gross in the box office across all regions, four hundred thirty-nine million US. So mm. I doubt it would have cost that them more than that to make. I'm looking that up right now, but yeah, here we go. Um, budget was one hundred sixty million. That's how much they spent, and they brought in 439 million so yeah definitely a success they made i wonder if that counts over, also over twice what they spent i wonder if that also counts like the marketing budget because usually they say marketing is like half or double the amount that costs to make the product and if true that means they didn't make that much money <laughs> considerably like <laughs> but i don't know for sure on that so does seem like they made some money, but I guess not enough for them to want another one. So yeah, sounds like it. Well, aside from that, what have you been up to? Uh so played more Final Fantasy VI. Oh yeah, and you haven't been streaming it. Hmm. No, because Opera. Well, so I noticed some changes in the game that they made previously in the same version of this game, but didn't make that didn't. Uh, update for all the different versions so what i mean is uh luck scenario when you go down into the cellar and you find celeste if you are in the military outfit like because i don't know if you did military outfit or the merchant outfit i took out when he says should i change out of these clothes i just said yes so you went there's an option there's an option right where you enter the basement okay he yeah says, yeah i could try yeah. Yeah. So either way, like, I guess it's change out or stay in the military outfit. I stayed in the military outfit. So three different versions of this game that I know of that have changes, or or three different versions that I know are changed. There's like Final Fantasy one or Final Fantasies for the original. There's the Game Boy Advance version and then this version, right? In the original, Celeste is Locke looks in there, sees Celeste get. Beat. He gets hit. She gets hit like three or four times, and the commanding officer starts bragging about how she's a traitor and how she's going to die the next day. And before he leaves, he walks back and slugs her again, and she falls unconscious. And then he leaves. And then, uh, if you're in the military outfit, Locke will uh, salute him. You know, with the Nazi salute, one arm up, and he walks away because he forgot, didn't realize it was a soldier standing outside the door the whole time. But he should have known. Anyway, in the Game Boy Advance version, I don't think he beats her. They t they cut all that out of the game. He just, you know, kind of, I guess it would be like him holding it, ho holding her under the chin or by the throat, right? You know, because there was some animation like that of him pointing at her, but whatever it was. And then him mocking her and then he grabs her and like throws her against the wall. Or so. I don't remember what it was. It was something and then she like faints. Or whatever, and then she leaves, and then locks up there. He salutes. In this version of the game, you know how they removed the Nazi salute for the two-armed salute. It's the exact same thing as the Game Boy Advance version. They didn't change the salute either. He still does the Nazi salute. Yeah, I, I pointed out on my stream when I was streaming that game on release. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I said, oh, Celeste doesn't get hit in this version. I yeah. guess they they want to censor that. But yeah. really, there's other characters getting beat as well. They just so happen to be male, right? So yeah. my my experience is I know this is a situation where like 
a soldier's meeting a female prisoner and like they wanted to censor that but at the same time we see like celeste stabbing kefka in the game or you know kefka throwing gestal off the flowing continent to his death mm, it could so be it's, it's, it's like it's like i understand you don't want violence against women but at the same time that's part of the original game yeah right you could so... probably say because she is also if she was still in command she would have been his superior officer so that could be part of it like maybe they were told like you you don't treat like even if they're prisoner maybe like you can't beat them or beat them too hard because her execution's the next day so you have to keep them looking as stupid an idea as that is i'm saying because they're going to be executed and deemed a uh traitor but you know maybe there's still that seniority thing for whatever mm -hmm. reason but yeah but i also thought it was weird that they didn't retroactively change the uh, salute in all the different scenes so i wonder how many other scenes that they do the uh, salute that aren't changed <laughs> yeah i mean to me it's not I, a big like, deal but you know. it, it, it was not a big deal like i i could i could care less but like at the same time it's 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 curious that they they cared enough to change it yeah but you know? didn't change it in the one scene then you know the beating thing which they changed in other versions apparently like the game mm -hmm. boy advanced version that they to decided me, to keep out of this one so to me you know just because it's a man beating a woman specifically like it's it's already in your older versions of the game you shouldn't be censoring yourself at this point you know it, it, people know it exists it's it's in there and it's really not that big of a deal like that's just i, I know that's kind of a hot take but like she's you know, a prisoner though that's the thing she's a yeah. prisoner like that you know whether she's male or female that was probably going to happen to her regardless so it's kind of like i feel they're taking extra precautions to not piss off people i'm not pissed off by this either way but no, no. they're trying to like censor their own game from you know as, as i said before violence against women which yes that's a real world thing but being seeing how this is a game that's existed for like a quarter of a century now at least if not more probably so i think it's been more than that actually mm. But uh, it, it's it's kind of silly that the the censor yourself over such a small thing in my yeah. opinion. Like this is a game. This is not real life. <gasps> oh, so it's it's not a small thing in real life, but inside a game, it certainly is. Because yeah. are, are are you are you allowed to say that you know your female party members in any RPG are never allowed to take damage in the battle? Like they're getting hit there too, right? So it's like where do you draw the line, right? If you're playing Final Fantasy VII and you have a party of Cloud, Tifa, and Aerith, um, you know, at the start of the game. Are you telling me that the two female characters should become immune to all damage during battles just because they're females? Like they're getting hit with magic and physical attacks alike. You know, like you know, that's my point of view. It's like, how can you have one but not the other? Should, should Celeste be immune to, for, to damage from any male characters? Should she, should, well, should she only be susceptible to damage from female enemies? It, it's think, like, it's it's borderline ridiculous. In my I opinion. think it's in like, in that case you can, like, for that you can argue that. They can defend themselves in a battle. Whereas Celeste is basically chained up and being beaten. <laughs> you know? So, it's a little different, but she... It's not like changing, you know, taking that out, like they did in the Game Boy Advance version. Changes the scenes. She's still regarded as a... You know, she's still there chained up. She's still regarded as a traitor, and that she's going to be dying the next day. You know, and that the Empire doesn't like her for that now. You know, like none of that changes them taking the, her out, beating, like beating her, and that 
has no change on the actual scene. It's just yeah. weird that they took it out. I think it's funnier that they didn't change the salute either when they took when they changed it in the opening scene there. And I Honestly, wonder how many other scenes they changed. I think that. they forgot about that one specific scenario. Well, I assume because can... <laughs> I wonder when later when I go to meet the Empire and go talk to Emperor Gestalt if they how many. If they do the salute and if it's changed in there, I'd assume it would because it's kind of a big cut scene, but I don't know. I haven't seen that yet. And but yeah. you never you never <laughs> answered my question, though. Yes, opera. Okay, good. What yes. do you think about it? It's fucking great. Shouldn't they, they have made all the Pixar masters like this with this oh voice God. acting and such? I love... And, and, the, and the 3Ds. Like, this is why Final Fantasy VI was delayed. It was supposed to come out in 2021, but it got pushed to like three months into 2022, I believe, or so. Three or four months. God damn, Chris! I was I was simultaneously or si simultaneously happy that this exists and sad because this exists because because this exists. I'm like, why not make this entire game like this? Oh. This would be better than any RPG in the market right now if that's, we made the game entirely like this. That's why they should have gotten the guys who did like, uh, oh, what's it called? Who are doing like the um. Octopath? Yeah, the guys who did Octopath. That's why they should have gotten them to do the remasters. Because it would have looked way better and they would have taken more time into it. It already kind of looks kind of 3D. Like, this was so... This was the best part of the game. It's yep. my... It, it was already my favorite part of the game. So I love the opera scene. But seeing it done with the voice acting and them doing the, seat, the kind of 3D uh, version of it, which is walking through the castle, like... Oh my god, I love this so much. My my thought great. immediately went to, oh, we actually get to sound or sound we actually get to hear what Celeste sounds like for the first time in our lives with this release. I'm like, this is amazing. Because they actually hired yeah. that voice actor Celeste. You know what Celeste they, what Celeste. this caused me to do after the boss fight and I get, finally get to save afterwards? Or Ultros, you mean? Yeah, like after the entire thing I finally get to save afterwards. I went onto YouTube and just started watching like the uh between or was it battling worlds or between worlds whatever it's called like the uh Boimatsu's, uh like concert that he does for final okay. fantasy and started listening to the song and their versions of it with the true ending of the actual play because i didn't want to know what happened at the end again and then i just started watch watching a whole bunch of other renditions of the of the song over and over again like i can love this song so much like the whole play is it's funny to see even back then the translation is similar to what we got now but on the original nes it was different the translation yep. of the song so yep. seeing people other people's versions of it until we finally got an updated version through uimatsu like what what people thought the play was supposed to go or how the ending was supposed to be and stuff like that so and now we finally get to see like 25 or so years after the fact since the game originally came out what he wanted us to experience when he did the digitized kind of like you know like the superintendent like yeah. oh you know like with the different octaves of like the same kind of sound wave mm. the same kind of like sound sample he just kind of like you know had different pitches now we know exactly what we were supposed to let our imaginations encapsulate for us so I, that's kind of it's, I it's want kind of him to just do an entire opera for this <laughs> there's an awkward pause there i was wondering where you're going with that i want him to do no, something i'm, I'm just, like, okay, I'm just trying God. to put no, my I'm words kidding. together but i 
I, I no, really I'm would kidding. love I'm to kidding. see from beginning to end this entire opera, like what happened with, you know, seeing the relationship between, you know, uh, between not Celeste, uh, Maria and and her beloved. And then seeing what happened between the war, because we see the end, but we don't, and we don't see the very, very end because it's interrupted in the game. But you see most of it to understand what happens. But I want to see the entire thing played out <laughs> from beginning to end, like see what we have missed at the very beginning of the story, right? So without Cesar's interference or Ultra's, I guess, interference, huh? Yeah, and even before that, like d you know what was happening in the war, how great of a warrior was Draco. You know, did the king approve of the two of them? Stuff like that, right? Because you never see the king either. So did the king die during the war? <laughs> I'm assuming they killed him when they invaded. I assume too, because you don't see him. But this is also like, uh, you know, she's being forced into marriage. You know, basically to save her people from being massacred, right? So mm -hmm. I wonder if the king was there telling her, you have to do this. Because there is a chancellor there or her telling her, you know, you have to do this for your people when she's up on the thing. So I'm like, is the king still alive or the queen for that matter? Like the old queen? Or is she doing this because she's not stupid and knows that this is the only way to save everyone? Like, that's, I want to know everything. Give me a fucking play for the entire You're really thing. invested in this play. I love the play. The, it's the game my, within the game. Yes, it's my favorite part of, like, I think any Final Fantasy. <laughs> so, like, I spent... Well, a long time looking you know just listening to the plays like this happens to be every time i play this game i'm reminded of the voice versions of the that they've done during you know the operas or the concerts and i have to look them up look them up again because i need to see it <laughs> well, i'm glad i no longer need to hold my tongue around you when it comes to opera we can talk about how awesome it is <laughs> yeah and now Finally. i'm done i did the magic tick facility and you get that one chest I missed the first time. Yeah, because you told me about it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've I'm going through. I've been using Gao a lot, uh, but I'm probably going to take him out of the party for a little bit longer now because I've had him in my party for quite a bit. So yeah, Gao's just a badly designed character because in, in in a game where you're supposed to learn magic off a of magicite, and his primary means of attack is losing control of him, so, so you can't use magic outside of. You know, as if he's using magic for the whole fight, magic is worthless on him. Yeah, unless if you know the fight you're going into, that this beast ability or abilities are good against it, there's almost no point in uh, bringing him along because he just goes berserk. But yeah. the magic Might type was... facility through most of it, I was using, I don't remember what, what it was called, but basically he would cast a bio and it was doing like 300 something damage to all the enemies. I'm like, well, so somehow bio is doing massive damage to max like that doesn't make any sense but fine whatever <laughs> i used um the magic tech armor and I, I forget what the other rage was called but basically there's a thing called cat scratch mm. and it would do like two to three thousand damage at that point in the game i'm like okay that's like out dpsing everyone right i now. never had if it was the one i was using like stray cat and it wasn't doing yeah that that's much it for me. stray cat Stray Cat was doing thousands of damage. Wow. Yeah, it, it was definitely wasn't doing that for me. So, <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think that's where I, I'm just about to go back to uh, Narsh. So that I'm at the at that part in the game. So. so we did the whole, you know, backstory of Terra and such.
when you uh, go rescue Mog in the world of balance, I was so confused. He's like, don't move or the Moogle gets it. I'm like, what do I do? I don't remember what I'm doing wrong. I'm like, I kept trying doing various things. I'm like, okay, let me put that on my controller, guys. I'm going to look up what I'm doing wrong. And then I just have to not do anything. It's, it's kind of like one of those earthbound in the waterfalls. Stay still for three minutes situations. I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. Okay, well, now I know what to do from now on for him. Yeah, I'll because to... like, you literally can't move your character. If you try moving, he's like, no, go back. And then your character goes back. I'm like, if I go up, down, left, right, uh, sideways. Diagonal? Yeah, so, no. so that, but that's coming up uh, where I am now, isn't it? Exactly. So yeah, I'll have to remember that. <laughs> but yeah, I did those two things, and that's pretty much been a lot of what I've been doing. Is just watching some of that and just trying to get some some stuff done and just trying to relax. So I watched a few other things, but I could talk about them another time. So. Okay. They're not all right. important. Well, all right, let's jump into some stories. We don't have that many this week, Chris. Um, not counting the trailers. There's a couple. I'm not sure if you want to talk about them. Well, we'll talk about the Obi-Wan. Right, well, you know what? Let's talk about it now. Why not? So the I think it was today. Let me just double check on that. So I am not. Yeah, you know what? It would make sense it's today because it's made the 4th, yeah, right? It would have been like early this morning, sense. I think. Yeah, it would make perfect sense for it to be today. So Disney dropped another trailer for the obi-wan series coming out later this month i believe i'm pretty sure it's this month in may um yeah so apparently uh i had no idea that there's going to be like inquisitors and such in this series so oh, apparently obi-wan didn't spend all of his time on tattooing doing nothing apparently he was on other planets being hunted and such mm. so that's 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 new uh we see a form of darth vader at the end of the trailer chris but reports have been kind of uh, like in the last year or two, reports have said that Kristen Hayden, sorry, what's his name? Kristen Hayden. Yeah, he's he's in the series apparently. So whether he replies, reprises his role as Darth Vader or as a flashback as Anakin, he's Anakin. That's he's the one on the roof playing pod racing. Yes, they definitely they, they aged him. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where because I I don't think they bring him back if they're just bring back Darth Vader plus the voice actor. I don't think they would do that. So maybe we'll see some flashbacks. Maybe we'll see uh, Darth Vader with his armor, like scarred and all that. And we'll see him then. I, I have no idea. So I'm curious to see. It's apparently the trailer, correct me if I'm wrong, said five or six episodes only. I think six. Yeah, six. I think it was six. So it's a pretty short series, all things considered. I think six is like the bare minimum now. I haven't yet to see a series that has less than six episodes. The only thing I can think of is like season one of Castlevania, which I, had like four. I uh, assume that there'll be like forty-five minutes of uh, almost an yeah, hour long. I think Boba Fett was like seven episodes only, so this is like even shorter than that. But, but this this should you know they're using a big actor like Ian. Sorry, not Ian McKellen. That's that's uh, Palpatine. Um, Ewan McGregor. They're using a big actor like him for this series. So I would imagine, just based on that and based on the trailer, they're going to go all out with the budget on this on this series unlike the other ones i assume as big as they've done for the other series they're putting they're trying to make it make it a thing if if they're not doing movies at the moment then they said that they were going to push like tv series and such so yeah yeah but you and, know i uh, definitely definitely do not want to see obi-wan <laughs> i do i want to kind of see you this do or you don't i do <laughs> okay because i i don't care much for like 
the Mandalorian had a good idea and such because I wanted to see the adventures of a Mandalorian. And then I've seen that there was the young, I know it's like, baby Yoda. Yeah, it's not Baby Yoda, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. Baby Yoda and then lightsabers. Like, oh, I just want more. I just want Mandalorian adventures. That's all I wanted. I didn't really want an overarching story. And if you want to do that, bring in B B Boba Fett. Do that. Do your big story with Boba because people like him more. But whatever, right? So yeah. it's all like I watched them. So I can't say if they're good or bad. But that was my initial feeling on them. And we, with Obi-Wan, people kind of want to know what he was up to after the war. How did he survive for so long? Or was he in hiding the entire time? He probably at some point tried to establish another order or try to convince them to, right? Or convince like some of the other cities to, you know, send up to the Empire, yada yada, right? As being one of the last Jedi, but we'll see what happens, how well that fared, <laughs> right? You do see him talking to a young, uh, young uncle, uh, what's his uncle, name? Un not uncle Ben. I was going to say Ben. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know. Um. That's 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 but, uh, uh, Obi-Wan. Uncle, Uncle Owen. Uncle, Uncle Owen. Owen. Yeah, you see a young Uncle Owen and that and I like the shot at uh at Obi-Wan. It's like, yeah, you want to train him like you did his father? It's like, oh ouch. It's like, yep. <laughs> so, you know, we we obviously they have to put in some kind of hatred toward him, you know, in and his suggestion of wanting to train him. So mm -hmm. like Well that's yeah, that's, that's how, how it should. Yeah, it's how in it the, should be. The, yeah, in episode four, in the very first Star Wars movie, uh, like made, like in real life, that's how his uncle was. Yeah, yeah, like, I know. Don't, it's like it, don't train Luke. Yeah, it, it it's the way it should be. Like, you know, uh, of course. And one of the weird things I thought is like I looked at uh, Obi Wan. I'm like, he looks so old. Why? And I'm like, oh wait, no, never mind. He's much older in the next in the movies. Yes, <laughs> but it's so weird because yes. I remember him from episode one, two, and three. Oh no, two and three. And I'm like, he looks so old now. But of course he does. <laughs> you know, it's, so, it's just me not wanting to accept him looking so old. But he looks good in the robes and he, he said does. he likes playing Obi-Wan in the movies. So that's why he came back for this. So hopefully he, he enjoyed his time in the movie. And I hope they're good. Hope yeah, the series I'm is looking, good. I'm looking forward to watching the series. I know. I'm not sure if I'll uh, if I'll subscribe until like usually what I do for these series is I wait until like the last like couple episodes are about to come out then I'll sub then I'll want I'll get caught up and my sub will last for like the next couple of weeks when the episodes come out but this one might just for the first time I might like do something I'm not used to doing and just like having to watch every week because I won't really want to know oh Stranger <laughs> Things as well is coming out this month the uh, season four on Netflix oh. so. I haven't seen yeah. any of those. Uh, I kind of wanted to just to see if there were any good or bad. I heard some people say they're good. Cause a lot of people seem to like it, but some of my other friends said, "Yeah." So I don't know. I I, yeah, I, I don't um, know if it's good or bad. I want to check that out. Maybe at some you point you would like it. You should you you would like it, the first three seasons. The fourth one we'll see, but yeah, it's a really good series. It's on Netflix. I'll I'm waiting to see if they're gonna just like dump all the episodes on day one. Mm. Or if they're gonna like have a stagnant release, I hate Disney's stagnant releases because it's so annoying. I know why they do it because they want to milk their subs out, yeah. right? Of course. But but Netflix, well, they are changing how they're doing things, or is it supposedly. But Stranger Things is Netflix, right? Um, yes. So correct. 
they usually do a big dump, but I guess it depends on the series too, right? So for some stuff, they want you to keep coming back every week, and other times, uh, other times they don't. So it's it depends. Maybe they'll they definitely get. Maybe they'll change things up with how they're uh, apparently losing tons of money because of the the sub exodus from Netflix. Yeah, I I really hope they just dump the whole thing out. That's what Netflix is known for, you know. Netflix and chill. Just dump the whole season out on day one, please, please. Don't be Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Yeah. So aside from oh, that, uh, there was the other trailer, ahead. Guardians. Of yeah. The Galaxy. So we forgot to talk about. Oh, this sorry, last not week. Guardians of the Galaxy. No. So the next Thor movie, uh, I think it's called Love and Thunder. I have to double check. I think that that's what it was called. Second. Because I looked at it on our podcast Discord. Yep, Love and Thunder. So, yeah, this will be the fourth Thor movie. Although, you'll, as you said, it'll start Guardians of the Galaxy as well. So, you could, I'm not sure if you called the fourth Guardians of the Galaxy movie as well. Actually, the third one hasn't been out yet. So, never mind. That's still being worked on, I believe. But, yeah, um, I'm, you know, I'm not the greatest Thor fan, but I like the character played by oh, the actor. Name? Yes, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. He, I think, makes an awesome Thor. Uh, and apparently, so I'm, I don't think he knows Chris, but um, so Natalie Portman was in the first and second Thor movies, and she was not in the third because she didn't want to reprise the character. But she's back in this movie now, and they're going to make her, because of, of events that happened in, in the movies, and not just his movies, but the other Marvel movies, they're making Natalie Portman back as the female Thor, which is a thing from the comics it has been for yep. like a decade or so around that i want to say maybe a little longer so yeah she's back as the female thor because thor i think thor i believe is just a title so now she's going to be the new thor because at the very end of the trailer they show her and like the thor helmet which covers her face like part of her face the, the upper half of her face and she's apparently i, I don't think it's cgi she's built some muscle on her arm so that's that's kind of cool to see like a female thor um, I just hope they don't run out of ideas with the whole Marvel thing and start making like female versions of the male characters or male versions of the female characters because that's like that's kind of like a big like hey we're out of ideas sort of thing you know but but this one specifically has existed in the comics for a while so I have yeah. no issues with it and she's awesome she looks she looks awesome and that you know the two seconds we see her so I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. I know you're not the biggest Marvel fan so you won't want to be seeing it yourself. Oh, I'm definitely oh. not seeing it. Uh, the only thing that interest, interested me in it was seeing, I didn't know it was Natalie Portman, but seeing female Thor, and I said, and then as I watched the rest of the trailer, I was like, oh, it's a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. No thanks. Now, of, of course, I haven't watched a lot of the Disney Marvel movies, but looking at that, you go, yep, it's Guardians. Yeah, it seems to be following the same kind of, Copy past uh, Disney layout for the Marvel movies, and that's how I feel about it. So, <laughs> yeah, sure I it'll be you're, uh, sure you're it'll be biggest, good. So, <laughs> you're not the biggest Marvel Marvel fan again. Thor's not my favorite character, but we'll see where uh, where they go with it. And I, especially, I'm interested to see because Natalie Portman in real life said she wasn't really wanting to come back to to any Marvel movie for any reason. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering. They must have offered her a really good role, or they're kind of you money know, beef or something. Well, yes, of course. I'm trying to ignore that one fact, but 
they must have offered her like a good role like a leading role almost probably not but it's called thor right so she's the new thor now so yeah we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes yeah yeah because we'll see i'm sure i'll hear about it or i'll ask uh buddy at work what he thinks of it when he goes to see the movie so he sees most of these most of the comic book movies so <laughs> the only Marvel movie I haven't seen, I think I told you this already, Chris, was the Hulk first two Hulk movies. Oh, Both the first Hulk two. Movies. I need to go, aside from that, I've seen every single Marvel movie and every single Marvel show since the MCU existed. I, I know this, the, the two Hulk movies were before the MCU, technically, but that's why I didn't see them. But yeah. they still incorporated some of the plot, of very minor details. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, for the most part, they're like, they never happened, but parts of them did because they're taken from the. A lot of those plot points were taken from like parts of the comics and stuff. And so they happened, but we're like going to do another origin story. So they kind of didn't also happen, but they also happened, you know? It's, it's that kind of situation. It's why like Hulk never got his own movies in the Marvel universe, but he has his entire story told through everyone else's movies. <laughs> so. Kind of, kind of like Black Widow until very recently. Mm, that was a major yeah. complaint the last like decade was like hey black widow's like well originally she was like the only female member of the avengers why are you not giving the f the female member her own story how come she has to be like an iron man 2 i think she got introduced in iron man 2 uh and then iron man 3 and some other marvel movies like why are you you not giving the female character her own movie but they they finally fixed that with the black widow movie which i saw in theaters i thought it was okay I think that's a general consensus. It was okay. It wasn't the best because because of events that happened in the Marvel movie. This Black Widow movie takes place in the past. Mm -hmm. So you kind of, you know some details before they're about to happen. So that kind of, you know, and you makes know, it a little less interesting. And you know, nothing bad could really happen to her because she's in the other movies. Exactly. <laughs> so Exactly. You know she's going to survive. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense, right? Yeah. That's not really a spoiler. That's just common sense and logic. But uh yeah, it's it's it was an okay movie. There is a lot of humor in it, as there is in the typical Marvel movie, and you could tell they were really trying to make her character like the focus with you know, yeah, getting her backstory settled and all that. Finally, you know, so I I've always liked uh, Natasha Romanoff or what's her uh, Scarlett Johansson. I think I think they kind of uh, it, it's it's a good character match for those two. So. I, I enjoyed the movie. It was not the best Marvel movie. I think that was the general consensus. It wasn't <laughs> the best one. There's only so much you can do with a superhero that doesn't actually have powers. Basically, she's a super spy. That's Maybe it. It's kind of like Hawkeye. He, she's he's accurate. enhanced? No, she's, she's... Well, she took... Technically, yes, but not by like a super soldier serum, like Steve Rogers for Captain mm. America. Same thing for Hawkeye. I saw his series, his miniseries on Disney+. Plus. It was good. I enjoyed it. But it's it's just a guy who shoots a bow and arrows. <laughs> There's only so much you can do with that. So which dude with bow and arrow? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so that's the two uh, trailers off the bat. So that's yeah. good. Um, you get into so, some newsy news. Yeah. So there's not much this week. Um, I found a few stories, but it's been pretty light otherwise. So let's let's start with let's see. Um, let's let's jump into this because it's it's kind of a segue a little bit. So um, it was announced that, excuse me, you know how Square Enix has been really disappointed with like their Western studios, like, um, like for the Tomb Raider franchise. Oh, it only made two hundred million. This is a failure to us. You know that's like it, it only sold seven million copies. Yeah, exactly. 
so yeah. this has been a, th- a constant thing in the last decade for Square Enix games when it comes to their Western studios. They never criticize the, their their Japanese uh, studios, even though they typically don't sell as well on average for most games. But like stuff like Tomb Raider, my God, that sold pretty well, and they're still disappointed. But I think this kind of led into the, the the decision I'm about to say. But yeah, um, the Embracer Group announced that they're going to buy some of Square's studios from them, specifically some of their Western studios. And these include, let's see, uh, Crystal Dynamics. That's the maker of Marvel's Avengers. Edo's Montreal um, and Square Enix Montreal. So some of these franchises include, as we said, Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Kain, and yeah, as I said, Marvel's Avengers and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's that's kind of a big deal. Now the problem with this is that even though mm-hmm. oh, it was for three hundred million only yeah. by the way, which is which is very small money when it comes to this sort of thing, like. That's a pittance. So Square was looking, I think, to kind of offload their Western studios to other people saying, no, you guys failed us too many times. Go away. You know, that's I think that's their mentality. That's just my opinion, though. I, I could be wrong. I've been trying to find out how much they bought those studios for originally. So I want to make a comparison, but I couldn't find that, that price point because I was going to suggest that possibly they had bought them when they realized they weren't meeting their expectations according to them that they decided to just throw out a few more games trying to build up that portfolio and then sell them off for more money that's what it feels like because every single game these guys put out didn't meet expectations we didn't like how much it sold like deus x got two games the second game was supposed to be a two-part game they still haven't released that second part it never got released. I don't know if the story ended well, so that you could say fine, whatever. But as far as I know, it hadn't. But yeah, it's. I was kind of hoping that the next part could come out, and then I feel well. Now they're both out. I'll bu- I'll play them. But they yeah the, um... with their other franchises, Thief, I think, and uh, Legacy of Kane. Legacy of Kane, they're going to build like a battle royale kind of fucking game, and they cancel that. It was called Nazgoth. Or they changed the name to Nazgoth, and that got cancelled. Uh, Thief, I think maybe one game got put out, and people thought that was kind of poo-poo. Like, th- they haven't been treating the franchises that they own with those, that they've been making with the Western franchises very well, if at all, doing anything with them. Like, Tomb Raider got the most love, and they still think that that was poo-poo in terms of sales for them. Yeah. So, it makes me think they're just trying to build up the portfolio to sell them. But I don't know. I don't. But uh, I don't uh, have uh, that info. <laughs> a major component of this news story is that because, as I said, uh, Marvel's Avengers and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy are included in this deal, they mm. might need Disney's approval, which makes sense. And and if they can't get the approval, then there's a chance that these two games, uh, the servers will go offline. Now, Mar- I'm not sure about Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I had assumed that was a single-player game. I have the game. I bought it, but I haven't played through it yet. I, I thought that was a single-player game, but it, more so this affects Marvel's Avengers because that's an online service. Mm. And you can't have an online service without the online component. So, yeah, that's going to be really... That's going to be, a, obviously, a death sentence for that game if uh, if this is true, if they do need Marvel's approval, which, again, as you said, would make sense, but who, who can say? Um 
it looks like no one knows except the parties involved as a matter of fact though if they actually need disney's approval or not so it's all speculation at this point but it's just you know still i think worthy of uh bringing up yeah this, you know me and chris are are well you know in our youth we were massive uh square fans even before they became square enix so you know we've always had our eye on on square enix because you know that, that was our childhood pretty much with the rpgs growing up so mm. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting news story for us. Might not be for others, but yeah. still worth pointing out, I think. Yeah, I could see Disney needing to have consent to the buyout for their, at least their two games because they are their IPs. And if they don't want that company to own games with their IPs on them, they have a right to, I believe, they would have something to say about that because I've pretty sure they still get income from it and if they didn't want embracer to for whatever reasons not have any connection with them i think that's fair fair enough to say but if if it doesn't go through and it stays with square then square either shuts down the servers and what they just hide the games away in their lockbox and never touch them again or do they give it to one of their other western studios if there's any more that exists just to keep the the stuff up and going or or what? I guess we'll see. We'll have to wait and see what what the hey they do with this. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, all that kind of. Since we we're talking about Disney, I thought that would be somewhat of a segue into that story. But yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, oh, go ahead. There was a. Uh, uh, th- th- this isn't something out of the, uh, unusual for Blizzard Activision, but apparently there was a survey that passed around like a few weeks ago. Uh, that was asking people about this and that, you know, franchises, and was asking a lot of stuff about NFTs and blockchain stuff. And people were like, are you guys putting blockchain and NFTs into our games? And Blizzard Activision said, oh, no, 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 we definitely aren't doing that. Nope, we, we, we definitely will not do that. It's like, then why are you asking people about it when you already know the consensus from what happened with Activision? When they did this, but yeah, they are trying to deny the whole NFT in our video game stuff while their parent company is doing NFTs in all their video game stuff. It's not, yes, just they put out a survey. It doesn't mean they're going to be putting stuff in at all. Blizzard Activision puts out surveys all the time to ask people how they're feeling and what's trending in that in all their games, right? So it doesn't mean anything. It's just them trying to see what people think of this stuff, you know, more closely with their actual fans that play other games. But it is worth uh, mentioning in speculation as to why they'd be asking specifically about NFTs that are a very toxic thing in the world, or even to mention because of, you know, how the NFT market is looking these days, which is like real garbage, how often things are stolen from NFTs, even though it's supposed to be seen as, not that you can't steal nfts but you totally can like you know and just the whole nft idea in general so just thoughts i don't think there's much else for that story really unless we have anything to mention because it's very quick news story of that one uh no but i'm actually really quick which news story are we covering for this one I, i i missed it apparently Blizzard tries to shut down player speculation after NFTs, after NFT survey. That's what the headline is on Kotaku. 
this was like from a few weeks ago like oh that's that's why i missed it okay okay well no, i don't really have much to add uh he kind of covered everything it sounds like yeah this, not much because they tried to shut tried to say oh no no we're not doing that so but again doesn't mean anything could mean everything <laughs> you know with the way okay. their company has been going who knows so they've been back yeah. and forth you know blizzard trying to say this isn't happening and then activision blizzard saying oh yeah this is totally happening right so mm -hmm. yeah uh where is this some of the other ones that we have here i know there's another well there's a couple more for activision blizzard yep uh so apparently california governor's office is accused of interfering interfering with the activision blizzard lawsuit uh so yeah, uh, one of the top lawyers in California State's discrimination lawsuit against Activision Blizzard has resigned to protest. You know, that uh, has, woof, sorry, jeez. Has resigned due to protest following the firing of her boss by the Californian governor, Gavin Newstrom. This is someone, like her boss was someone who was, before this lawsuit started against Activision Blizzard, gotten her job back and the um and this uh gavin had praised her saying yeah this will be really great getting your job back and you do lots of good because we did lots of good before and then when the lawsuit kicked off he apparently started to hound them for more details constant details wanted updates from them and now has fired her for this and her i guess second in command whatever you want to call her has resigned to protest following this and he's now being accused of protecting and working with activision blizzard getting her fired or having her to get fired and such this is like this is an old news story from a few weeks ago as well uh so it is if this is true this is really shitty but it wouldn't surprise me from the other news stories we've heard from Activision Blizzard and how Bobby Kotick has tried to buy up news store news uh, companies, you know, like Kotaku and such, to try and quiet down news of what's happening with this company and how he's tried to put gag orders on people or threaten that if they talk about uh, out about him that he would destroy them and stuff like that. Like, yep, because he has a hard time getting dates with women. Because uh, of all these news stories, apparently. That's his own words. People so. don't like seeing devil horns on him. But yes. apparently someone someone did. So someone didn't care about the devil horns. <laughs> Which is part of another story. If we even have it up on here, I don't remember. But yeah, this is... <sighs> this, this news article goes uh, a bit deeper. Yeah. Because this news, I read it like a few weeks ago. I don't remember all the details, but yeah, it's really, it's really. Uh, sorry, let me get my thought together. It really makes it seem like that he is definitely trying to silence what's going on because he had just given her job back like a few months prior, 
And then now it's like, oh, no, no, no. N is constantly harassing them for updates. And you have to go through me before you can say this and that and other stuff like constant emails. First, it was like, you know, once a month, then once a week, and then multiple times a day, just constantly hounding them for information. Like, this sounds, if this is all true, like, it sounds like someone who's been trying to silence what's going on almost, right? So. <sighs> Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, well, excuse me again. Uh, so I guess we can just keep the Activision Blizzard train going. And uh, there's a couple of new news stories this week, Chris. Um, so one of them was the fact that um, Activision shareholders, uh, they do approve the Xbox deal. That's not new. But Wall Street is saying that there's a good chance it won't go through. And that's specifically because there is one person... Um, was it uh lena m khan she is um the chair on the federal trade commission and she has made a point to crack down on anti-competitive consolidation consolidation in the marketplace and yeah she has her eyes fixated on this deal and it doesn't uh wall street doesn't really think it's going to go through because of that specifically um so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm not sure how the laws in the states work, since, uh, like specifically for this sort of thing. But I can't really comment beyond that. But yeah, apparently Wall Street doesn't think it's going to go through, and that's uh, I'm not. That's a pretty addictive factor, as far as I know, Chris. Mm, yeah, I, I don't know anything about this really. Like, there's not. I don't know how much they can prevent it from going through or what specifically she's looking for to stop this merger from from possibly happening because you know i think it's what's trying to stop from global not saturation uh basically consolidation like making a giant corporation to try and snuff out competition would that be the best way to put it uh effectively you know not no uh no What's the phrase you call? I don't remember what it's called now. Basically, when a bunch of companies like what what they were antitrust. No, what they were thinking Microsoft was doing when they did you know got PC stuff and they bought Xbox and then they bought a bunch of like just trying to make a big mega corporation to make everyone you know so they'd only have to buy through them. I don't remember what what the phrase is. Oh, I can't remember now. Uh, sorry, my brain is shut down. I had the thought in my head for a second, but basically they're trying not to have like a big mega corporation running it. They have to be able to trust them to be able to allow, you know, all these, all the companies and that that they're buying to sell and buy on multiple platforms. So there's no, uh, no, <sighs> I keep trying to think of the fucking word, but I can't. Sorry. I think I know what you're talking about. It's it's okay. Just so like what they did in the past with Microsoft, like back in the nineties when they tried to split them up. Yeah. Like separate divisions or companies. Yeah. They, they can't just be one mega corporation. It has to be split up into multiple ones that basically function on their own. Even if they are one corporation, they all have to be able to do business on their own and they have to have 
not really good relations with others, but speaking speaking of it as be it being like video games, like mm-hmm. they have to kind of show that they are selling and buying, you know, through other platforms, not just their own. I just can't remember the fucking word I need, I was trying to bring up. So, but yeah, that's kind of what they're looking for. Like, is this one of those situations, or are they or are they actually showing that they can be trusted to for the uh, open market <laughs> or or not? So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. We'll see if the deal goes through. Uh, Chris, do you want to bring up the last Activision Blizzard story today? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll bring it up. I was trying to find uh, where that one was. I think I mixed up my, uh, my story. So go ahead, start it off. So yeah, apparently as, well, this was published today, but apparently New, New York City is suing Activision Blizzard. So it's it's like as if they don't have enough lawsuits already, uh, man. Now now New York City, the city of New York is suing Activision. It's like every it, it it's like everyone is getting their turn in with Activision Blizzard. You know, hmm. it's like okay, it's your turn to sue them tomorrow. Uh, Scholastic Books, okay, it's your turn, <laughs> Oscar Mayer Wieners. It, it, it's like everyone is suing Activision. It's hilarious. Yeah. So and <laughs> I'll go ahead. No, that's okay. You oh, can go. I was gonna say so. This latest lawsuit was filed by NYC's Employees Retirement System in uh, the Delaware court late last month. It basically states that Activision Blizzard, uh, op- that it basically stipulates that Activision Blizzard should open up its books to prove that the industry, or that their deal with um, with Microsoft isn't designed to provide cover for Bobby Kotick. Basically saying that if this deal went through, that's not set to have Bobby Kotick go, oh, I did nothing wrong. See you guys. You know, because we know that they were already with this deal, that Bobby Kotick and all the heads up have big payouts coming to them and golden parachutes if they were to get fired for any reason. Like Bobby Kotick would get like a $40 million payout for just leaving the company. Up, up on top of the buyout and top of a share. So it, they w- basically want this to prove that the Activision Blizzard and Microsoft to prove that this has, that this will not cover and protect Bobby Kotick from the, all this shit that he knew about. Or speculate uh, that he may or may not have known about <laughs> with the company, you know, and all the shit that's been going on with it, right? So, and also make it, you know, no, actually, that's it. I was gonna add something else, but that won't. That doesn't make sense. <sighs> yeah, um, I I get this very, very, very strong impression that Microsoft isn't wanting to protect him at all. In fact, they want him gone from the company, but not not in terms of saving him, but in terms of like damage control, essentially. But I don't think Microsoft. Well, they're not in a position to do that, regardless, because as as we said in the last news story, we're not even sure if they'll if the deal will go through. But I don't think Microsoft has any intention. To hide Bobby Kotick from anyone, I really I, don't because because of what Phil Spencer has been saying. Yeah, I I hope not because as it seems right now, like we've heard different stories or I've read different small stories of oh yeah, Bobby Kotick will keep his position for the time being after the merger, and then Microsoft doesn't want him, you know, in the company for that much longer. And no, 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 he's definitely staying after the merger. It's like so, what's going on, right? He's obviously going to keep his position for a little bit afterwards. That makes sense. But for how much longer? Hopefully not that much longer. Like, 
he doesn't i don't think he should be in the position that he's in he should be gone and they should get someone more suited to run the company one that yeah well <laughs> right know? now he he's the one in charge so yeah he, unfortunately so. so but we'll see what happens with this and everything else because with all the stories going on with the company it's obviously not good for them but mm-hmm. well hopefully things get sorted out because their their stock prices have tanked uh the number of people playing their games have tanked i think they're at like almost record lows for some of their bigger games like wow like a few yep. years ago we had was it last year a few years ago we had the uh, wow exodus into final fantasy 14 <laughs> like the wow refugees yeah, and stuff, stuff like, like that. even Hearthstone, they they're they're giving up the esports section of that, except for like major tours. So wow. like they're, they're getting they're, they're getting rid of the grandmaster system, which they already did, um, just because I guess you know less money for payouts and supporting the announcers' mm. paychecks and all that, you know. So yeah, they're same thing happened to StarCraft. Same thing happened to Overwatch. Sorry, not Overwatch. Um, well, maybe Overwatch. I'm not sure, but same thing also happened for sure to uh, Heroes of the Storm. They just cut all the esports out of it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're just like they're 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 taking money from anywhere they can save it, essentially. So, yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, I I hope I hope they win the lawsuit. Like <laughs> New York, New York. I mean, I hope New York wins the lawsuit because mm. if they do, Chris Oscar Meyer will be the next one on, on the table. I believe. You think so? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so our last news story for this week. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if you've heard of this game, Chris. I, I've been made aware of its, of its, of its existence, but basically when in, back in 2013, um, Assassin's Creed 4, when they're still being numbered and they actually had an overarching story, when Assassin's Creed 4 came out in 2013, uh, you know, they had DLC, of course. Not that it's a bad thing, but they had DLC. And there is a couple major expansions. They're working on a very major expansion, and it ended up turning into its own game. Um, it was called Skull and Crossbones. And ever since 2013, it's been in kind of a development hell. Um, very recently, there has been uh, a leak about like they kind of like uh, like they've made up like a promotion for it that was supposed to be um, uh, like shown recently. And the last time they showed off this game was back at E3 2018, so four years ago. And yeah, uh, things have not been going very well, but it's still interesting to see. It's kind of like they, they took the Assassin's Creed like uh, pirate, like, you know, combat and all and upgrading, then they made it its own game, like its own multiplayer game, but man, this game has costed over $200 million <laughs> to, to make so far, and I think it would have been cancelled if it uh, like years ago if it wasn't for one thing and that's the fact that this that they're kind of obliged and obligated to make this game because they've entered into a deal with oh i forgot to look it up i was on with the singapore government mm-hmm. to some sort of deal that um this game would be made because i think i think if i recall correctly this game uh like like the sea areas that you're fighting in is around singapore so yeah the singapore government decided to maybe pitch some money in with the condition that like hey you need to make this game eventually but it's been nine years since they started development of this game and uh yeah it's been bleeding publish sorry not publishers it's been uh bleeding like um a lot of major staff and the staff that has left has said yeah this game's going nowhere and they doubt it's going to be ever released um the game was finally supposed to come out 
the spring, but it got pushed back to the summer. Then it got pushed back even further to September. So there is a they're, they're going to have to release it at some point. But people are saying that the game is in such rough shape, even after nine years, it's it's not being released or shouldn't be released anytime soon because it's it's going to be a piece of shit essentially. Yeah, I remember hearing about this when it came came out, like the game originally. Going, oh, I guess it's fine, you know, reusing a lot of the assets from Black Flag or yeah, Black Flag. Yep. So, yep. like, I, I I guess that makes sense. You're gonna have to obviously re rework a lot of things. But I saw this going, oh, it's you know, Call of Duty, or not Call, Activision Blizzard. Fuck no, it's Ubisoft. No, it's Ubisoft. Yes. Jeez. Yes, it's Ubisoft's, um, what do you call it? Sea of Thieves. <laughs> pretty much. And this is, I'm pretty sure this wasn't developed develop before Sea of Thieves, judging from the date. Maybe, or right around the same time, I don't remember. But yeah, like, obviously this has not a cartoony art style. It's, it looks like an Ubisoft game. You know, yeah. it's going to have that. They might have that polish went out. I doubt it now, hearing from this news story, but we don't get many pirate games. So people who are fans of pirate games, it sucks that there's not going to be another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the, the you know... The or another good one. ...sailed, Chris. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I say yes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so this is, this is kind of a disaster. Yeah. And the fact I mean, that it got leaked... Was probably a kind of an employee saying, "You know what? Fuck you guys," and just leaked it on yeah. Reddit. Yeah, I mean, you know what's also sucks. You know, other disappointing DLC. If we want to bring it up quickly before we leave here, sure. So apparently, Tiny Tina's Wonderland—that's a standalone, oh, yes. yes, standalone Borderlands game. That's like the D and D kind of campaign, right? Mike. Yeah, they took they took uh, you know, so for Borderlands two, there was. Well, so they had four Dragon DLCs, well, four main right? DLCs. Yeah, one of them was Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, and that proved to be a very popular DLC, even more popular than the first game's first DLC, the the, the Zombie Island of Doctor Zed or Doctor mm, Ned. I forget which something one. Something like that. But uh, yeah, that the Zombie DLC was very popular, but this was even more popular because it was like a Dungeons and Dragons set inside of a Borderlands system. And it's so popular that they made its own game, essentially. That's kind of like, it's not a Borderlands numbered game, but it's kind of like a spin-off, if anything. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, Borderlands has been known to have excellent campaigns in their DLC, you know? Or, you know, sometimes they just have a character. Sometimes they just have a level cap increase. But the actual, like, the meaty DLCs have historically been pretty fucking good. And I, I've played all of them. Mm. I haven't played Tiny Tina's uh Assault on Dragon Keep, but sorry, no, I, I mean like the new game that just came out, not the DLC. Wonderland. Wonderland, thank you. I haven't played the Wonderland game, but I played every other Borderlands game, and I can confirm that all the DLCs have been very beefy. Even if you don't specifically like the location, like I remember Borderlands Three had like a kind of like a old spaghetti western area for a whole DLC, and that was like the whole DLC essentially. Yeah. Even if even if you're not into that sort of thing, you can't deny that they put a lot of work. And a lot of you know time and a lot of love into the DLCs. This is the complete opposite. But I'll let you kind of take it from here, Chris. Oh, jeez, what, what is it with this uh, DLC that's apparently ten minutes long, and it's just you just grind up the game over and over again. So, what is it? 
So basically, I'm trying to find it, where it's it says because I haven't played it. And... Right. Basically, it's like a one shot. It's like you fight a boss, and then you get your weekly loot, and then you come back the next three weeks. Is it just a boss for me, and that's it? Nothing else? I believe so. I believe so. So like I haven't played it myself, but uh, yeah, I was yeah. getting the idea that you go in, maybe you fight a couple, yeah, maybe into a couple arenas, fight some grinds and that, and then fight a boss, and and that's it. Like it, this is really it's... bad DLC. Yes, and they've had DLCs like this before in Borderlands games, but they've always been like pre-order DLCs, not like a substantial, like, yeah, beefy one. Or it's added into is... another one. Yeah. This DLC is the first DLC of the four part, which I usually have four DLCs per game, like mm. major ones. They have four major DLCs per game, and this is part of the season pass. That costs so like this $30. is what they consider one of the major ones, and not just like, oh, this yeah. this costs like five bucks if you wanted to grind this out. Like exactly, this is something they would make for their season. Yes, <laughs> and this is this is terrible because Borderlands Three had like a Halloween event and I think an Easter event or something like that, and these were free updates to the game. They mm. just like. Turned the switch on and on. It was you. You could do it for free, and it wasn't more than just the boss. It was like, hey, go through the boss's area. Here's the boss. Oh, you want yeah, to do this. Uh, this again? sounds substantially this just, smaller. Like people this, are saying, you grind out in ten minutes. Yeah. So they the patch introduced a new area. Even if you don't have the DLC, you can visit this new area. It's just a patch. Mm. But there's like four doors, and you need the DLC to go through the doors. So people are saying this new DLC area has a lot more content than the actual DLC you have to pay for. Because the DLC just opens the door for you, and there's four doors. And essentially, it's it's just a boss fight. And what's worse, it's not just the boss fight. It's like, oh, hey, you want to actually complete the DLC and get the achievement or, or the best weapons or best loots? You have to kind of come back every week for four weeks to get like the last version of the boss. Oh, that's just so, that's so, so dumb. People, people have been using their consoles or PCs and like setting the clock forward or back, like keep, to keep see on if they doing can that lock kind it. of... Yeah, and they have been able to doing that method. They're like, oh, hmm. okay, well, there you go. That's that's one way to kind of beat it. But personally, I don't like doing that because it fucks with your save files half the time, and like it gets corrupted or unusable. But yeah, people have been doing that just to kind of see for themselves that that's all there is in this DLC, and confirmed that's all there is in this DLC. And so four boss arenas, that's it, and that's they it. expect you to just grind it out until you get. Because I know I was playing a bit of. Borderlands 3, I think it's kind of, meh, whatever, right? That's just me. Uh, but notice that there was a lot of bosses that had, like, random loot drops, like, bosses. I'm like, so how are you supposed to grind out these one-shot bosses, like, in the story? And uh, and other things like that, I'm like, so, so whatever. And then I find out about this and go, oh, it, like, this is really what they want Borderlands to be. It's just grind out the thing. Just play it over and over again. This is the worst dlc in the, the entire franchise i don't think it's that hard to say um like that they think that this is a worthy bit to be a major dlc for this campaign <laughs> like it's just a boss arena that's it that's all you get no more story none of that quirky dialogue you get no side quests and such because borderlands 3 i'm going through the the casino one and that is a huge piece of dlc that's worth the money like how long I've spent in there just playing through, and I don't think I—I I think I might have finally finished it uh, by myself. And that's a big part of the game: huge story, lots of side quests, and this is so disappointing. Like, and this probably costs just as much as that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. You know, 
like uh well me and uh, chris's friend ryan and some other people we know mutually they wanted to maybe play this new borderlands game because we played every other one together but Mm -hmm. i was like you know what let's hold off on this one i just had a bad feeling about it and yeah apparently the game as a whole even without the dlc has had a lot of bugs and issues and then this is just a disastrous thing added on to i'm like i'm so glad I didn't buy this game when it came out because it's overpriced. They wanted like Canadian $120, which is double the price of a new game for like the best edition. I'm like, no, let's not do this again because we did this for Borderlands 3. And Borderlands 3 was not as it was it was it's a good game, but it was definitely my least favorite Borderlands game when it came out. Now this one is probably gonna be even worse than that, but we'll see. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's, Gearbox isn't really it's it's like after Borderlands Two and Borderlands pre sequel, they just like drop the ball continuously. So it's kind of a shame. But yeah. but this is scam because out of this DLC, you get like four bosses and one new character, I believe, and that's it. And the new character is coming only with the fourth DLC, which is probably going to take them like I think they release them every <laughs> wow. two to three months. That's typically you know I I had the I had the season pass for Borderlands Three, and it took almost a year for all the season pass content to come out, which is typical. But at the same time, you spent $30 or you bought the ultra special edition to get mm. the stuff. And how ripped off would you feel? That's such horseshit. And it goes to show you again, don't pre-order things and always be always be weary of DLC of the bonus content before it comes out. Yeah, this I mean, there's no way people would know that the first bit of DLC, DLC would have turned out like this, but this is now worrying for people who've already purchased into it or who are looking into purchasing it will they now have to skirt around and remake the other dlcs to not be like this or are they just gonna go full in on what they were doing and if they're all like this that's not going to look good for them like i don't see a lot of people buying into the game then who haven't already bought to get the stuff if this is all they all all they are Mm -hmm. worst dlc ever yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh well i think the worst dlc was like spending a dollar to change your color of a of some of your gun or something <laughs> oh i'm sure or horse armor <laughs> yeah. anyways but I'm I'm a, if you have do you have any more but that's it do you have any more okay I so yeah i guess we can wrap, wrap things up chris yeah yeah you could find the podcast here every third wednesday wednesday, wednesday evening <laughs> Uh, at Prince underscore Kaboom, and I don't remember if you're if you're co-streaming it on your channel, but if you do, I'm not. No, but you find it there. Um, if I'm ever going back to streaming, it's early in the mornings at the same channel, and I'm on Twitter at c s c h a b a n g. It's c shabag, and I'm not really doing. Like the YouTube stuff, Mr. Prince Kaboom, but since I've been streaming a lot lately and doing my own things, I haven't been on there. Just trying to get other things sorted out. So if I'm there, I'm there. If I'm not, I'm not. That's, well, leave it there. What about you? Where can they find you? Yeah, well, just like yourself, I've I'm sorry. Well, sorry. I haven't been streaming fairly often the last couple of weeks, three weeks or so. Um, but as I said, last couple of weeks, hopefully that changes pretty soon, but we'll, we'll see. I'm not going to force myself, but yeah, uh, you can find me on my Twitch channel, Zorb underscore Zex. Uh, same handle for Twitter. 
and yeah all my other socials i won't advertise here but they are on my on my twitch so you can follow me there if you like and yeah hopefully hopefully we'll get back in the stream pretty soon um i might try streaming some killer matches in dbd in the near future like hmm. the next couple days we'll see how i feel i'm not going to force myself as i said but we'll, we'll see how i feel all right i guess that's it for the week take care sean take care of all goodbye yeah take care guys see ya